This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer. I'm Sterling Fox in for the vacationing Martin Strong and we'll be joined by Angela Kalla in just a few moments to talk mortgages in these interest rate sensitive times. This is a conversation that could be very handy for you to tune into and we'll get to it shortly. But first, here are a couple more consumer stories we're following this week. Seen any good movies lately? At an actual movie theater? Well, even if you haven't yet, many of us have. Cineplex says it generated positive net income for the first time since the start of the pandemic. The movie theater company says net income amounted to $1.3 million for the quarter ending at the end of June, compared with a loss of $103 million a year earlier. Revenue was up to almost $350 million. Cineplex says theater attendance in the quarter totaled just over $11 million compared with just over $1 million in the same quarter last year. Times are a-changing when it was facing pandemic restrictions. Top Gun Maverick, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and Jurassic World Dominion were Cineplex's top films in the quarter, and its CEO said in a release the cumulative success of these films is, quote, a testament to the fact that while strong film product is available, Canadians return to theaters in droves, close quote. So good for Cineplex, and bravo to those going to movie theaters. There's some stuff that just should be seen on the big screen. Tesla has an interest in building production plants here in Canada. Maybe. Tesla Inc. is lobbying the Ontario government as part of an effort to set up an advanced manufacturing facility here in Canada, a filing by the electric car maker to the provinces, provinces rather, Office of the Integrity Commissioner. Now, Tesla has been ramping up production. Elon Musk last week speaking half in jest to shareholders yelling, Canada, we've got a lot of Canadas. I'm half Canadian. Maybe we should. He said that the company might be able to announce a new factory later this year, and it could ultimately have 10 to 12 gigafactories. Tesla manufactures vehicles from two factories in the States and one each in Germany and in China. So far, no comment from either Canada or Ontario on the possible Tesla plants of the future in this country. In just a few moments, Angela Callas will join us and we'll talk mortgages here on Vancouver Consumer. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer this Saturday afternoon. I'm Sterling Fox in for the vacationing Martin Strong, welcoming Angela Calla, the host of The Mortgage Show, to Vancouver Consumer. Angela, good afternoon. Good afternoon. So wonderful to be here with you today. Well, you and I haven't had a decent conversation on the radio in a couple of years, Angela. Last time we did, we were face-to-face in the studio, and since that time, there's been a pandemic, and just a few other things have changed around Metro Vancouver. How are you, and how's business these days? Oh, thank you, Sterling. You know, I'm good, my family is good, and we've been very grateful to be in a position to have so many different options to help set... Uh, 
uh, mortgage holders at ease and also help those that are not yet mortgage holders, if they so desire, set up a plan in order to become a mortgage holder. And while that might seem like a very tall feat, remember that we all get there the same way and that's one step at a time. So whether you are looking at how possibly one day you can become a homeowner or you are a homeowner, um, we have solutions to be able to help you. So it's it's been a good position to be in because we all have our own concerns and our own fears based on our lifestyle and life stage. And so being able to have solutions for all of those different things is a very uh, exciting place to be. Indeed. And you talked about putting some of your clients at ease. And I would imagine, Angela, these days of rising interest rates and uncertainty in that regard, that more than a few mortgage holders aren't exactly at ease, especially those dealing with renewals sometime this year or early next year. Uh, are you are you hearing or are you are you receiving a fair bit of anxiety on the phone calls and emails? Um, certainly from people who are not within our current practice. Um, what we have, you know, done differently is we have a proactive mortgage strategy in place for everybody who does hold a mortgage, uh, through our practice already. So we kind of have plans in place and, and we've been advising them of what's going to happen before it happens so they can kind of sure. make decisions that work best for their family. But for people who haven't had that kind of guidance, certainly they are concerned. And, you know, one of the, one of the major calls that we've been helping people um, take a, a little bit of a deep breath from is we've been getting calls from people who are retired that have been impacted absolutely everywhere because I'm not sure if you're aware, Sterling, but you know over 60% of people are retiring with a mortgage now these days that, yes. that have a mortgage prior to retirement. So their biggest concern is how am I going to qualify when qualifying rates are nearly 7% and I don't have the income that I used to. How am I going to get a renewal or what financial strategy am I going to put in place to live the life that I need to live? And so thankfully, the reverse mortgage is such a great solution for that because there is no income testing for that. There is no stress test and it's a non-taxable event that gives them the opportunity to stay in their home and utilize whatever cash flow that they are receiving, whether it is from a pension or from their investments without having to um, have their cash flow being utilized for a mortgage. And so that's been able to help people in so many ways. I mean, we had a, a woman, Mary from Delta said, you know, I'm, I'm 70, I'm still working uh, part-time because I love to, but I have like a $155,000 mortgage. I have an assessment mm -hmm. coming up on my property. I don't have the funds for it. How do I do that? Do I sell my home and go rent somewhere? And I said, absolutely not, Mary. Right. Because if you sell your home, where are you going to go? Rent is equally as expensive. And, you know, you owning a home gives you that opportunity to completely turn the table and start to get your equity working for you in a non-taxable way so you can enjoy, uh, enjoy your years accordingly. 
Indeed. And of course, now you talked about uh, uh, turning the tables there a moment ago. It's a generational thing, isn't it too, Angela? A lot of people finding themselves in retirement or approaching retirement still holding a mortgage. A generation or two prior to this, it was unheard of. You absolutely had everything. All your bills were paid off. So by the time you hit 65 or the magic number, uh, you had no further obligations. You had done your bit. Well, life throws a few curveballs generation to generation, and it's just not possible anymore. So the reverse mortgage is suddenly an option for many of those retirees or soon-to-be retirees that perhaps many of them haven't even considered. You see that that Kurt Browning on television doing the chip ads and flipping around mm-hmm. on his figure skates and go, well, that's cute, but you don't pay much attention to it. So let's zoom in on reverse mortgages and the benefits they potentially offer to someone who may be looking at it for the first time, Angela. Definitely, and this kind of comes about, Sterling, in two ways. You either have a want, you know, you want to accomplish something or you have a need. And the different kinds of wants that you have can be home renovations, it can be helping your adult children, it can be going through divorce. And so the reverse mortgage allows you to do that because you're not utilizing income to qualify, you're using the equity, you're not paying income taxes on it, and you're designing the life by staying in your home. So some people have a want that way. And also right now, because the last time we spoke, Sterling, the real estate market was so red hot that yeah. people were going in and and buying places, you know, with lineups of people who were looking to do the same and the competition no competition was fierce. Oh yeah. my goodness, it was quite uh, quite a significant change from today. Today, you're looking at maybe selling your home, but there's not a guarantee that you're going to sell your home before you want to buy one. So also mm-hmm. the reverse mortgage allows you to design that because you can use the money from a, re- a reverse mortgage for absolutely anything. So you could buy your downsize home or a vacation property or a rental property with no mortgage and not have to worry about selling your home. So people are also using it as a want to build and protect their wealth accordingly. They're not doing it as a need. So there's two separate segments of of people who are utilizing the reverse mortgage. And so it could be a want, which is something that you know, we'd like to have and we right. can use it for, you know, the, the ways that I set out. Or it is a need. Maybe you do need to supplement your income. Maybe you do need to help your children. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have an assessment coming up. You know, maybe you've had a health decline. Um, so th- th- it's a big thing. And, and we've been spending a lot of time, Sterling, not only educating people um, one-on-one and, and, and fortunately through the way we are today, but we've been t- speaking with accountants to help them recognize the opportunity on how that can help Canadians. And we've been speaking with lawyers um, because also people navigating divorce who have homes that are, you know, one, two, three million dollars, they are over 55 and they no longer have the income. And instead of selling that property and not knowing now where they're going to get the two homes from, mm-hmm. they can use the pro, they can use a reverse mortgage to pay the other out completely so they can also buy a home. And so now you're only looking for one home instead of selling and looking for two. 
and having um, having those financial insecurities that come along with it. So indeed, it's uh, it's it's been a great product to be able to introduce to people when they come to you with either a want or a need and say, look, we're independent mortgage brokers. We don't have a bias. But based on what you're telling me, I think this is one of the solutions that you should review. Um, and if this isn't the way that you'd like to go, then there's these other options. But generally, uh, generally speaking, when people have been truly educated about this specifically on how it's going to help them within their financial plan and they're aware of the benefits of it, uh, we've seen a lot more confidence in the marketplace and a huge sigh of relief. Indeed. Angela, you are the author of The Mortgage Code, so I'm going to prevail upon your patience for a few moments to take a just take a moment or two and walk us through the execution, the nuts and bolts of how a reverse mortgage works, please. Easily. So what we do is, you know, you reach out to us. We take your information, which is your, you know, your name, your address, your birth date, and then we um, and your we develop a amount that you would qualify for based on those aspects, and then you would get an appraisal done to confirm the value of the home, and okay. then you go through all the documents with a lawyer, and then you're done. And you can select if you want a lump sum of the proceeds given to you, and that can be used obviously for whatever you like or anything that's currently registered against title. And then if you want, you can also have monthly draws set up. So that's the mechanics of how that works. And of course, no payments are made um, unless um, you, you know, unless you sell, you can, or, or uh, sadly pass you know, then of course, then you would need to settle the estate. And it's just like having any other mortgage. It's no different than if you retire with a different mortgage, whatever the outstanding balance is, is taken. But, you know, I've had a lot of people ask me, well, what if, what if real estate went in the toilet and my million dollar home is now worth a hundred thousand dollars and I have yeah. a mortgage for 800,000 for whatever reason? Well, the answer is simple then there's nothing from nothing. The uh, mortgage company has no claim on any of your other assets in your estate. So you could have $10 million in your estate from the rental properties that you purchased or whatever other assets you may have purchased or your investments that you kept aside from the mortgage. And there'd be absolutely no claim to that whatsoever um, because the mortgage is the mortgage and it's only based on that property. Interesting. Are there any age requirements or limitations regarding uh, reverse mortgages, Angela? Absolutely. You both have to be 55. And that is the requirement. And that's that's it. You'll never be asked for a payment as long as you live and it's a lifetime approval. So once the uh, value of your home is established, does that uh, amount essentially convert to a cash pool for your use? Absolutely. So they'll go up to a certain loan to value depending on your age. And, and the amount. So they will generally go about 50% of the loan to value of your home, but that okay. will depend on your age and of course the property amount and type. Um, you know, because every property type is, is different, of course, and where you're located in the country and the accessibility and the zoning and all those little intricacies do come into play. But generally speaking, high level, uh, 50% loan to value is as high as they'll go. And the requirement is to be over 55. 
Okay, and are there any property requirements? In other words, must it be a single-family detached home? Can it be a, a strata, a townhouse, a condo? What, 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 if any, limitations exist there? Yes, it has to be a condo, a townhouse, or a house. It doesn't work for farms. It doesn't work for um, mobile homes. Uh, it doesn't work for co-ops. So it does have to be a regular titled um home. Okay. And are reverse mortgages given by everyone or are there companies like the ones we see on television specifically dedicated to that or do some institutions offer a combination of both? So that's a really good question and I think that's one of the reasons why they're so underutilized is this is not something where you can walk into a branch and obtain. Okay. So these are offered by lenders that are accessible through accredited mortgage professionals. And again, without us having a bias to any particular lender, we would um, look at whatever reverse mortgage lender is best for you. But there's a couple of chartered banks that are offering these right now. And there's other companies that have gone into this space as well that mortgage professionals have access to, to be able to find the best solution for your unique needs. Why do you think it is so so few people know so little about reverse mortgages so far, Angela? Education. It's just education. We're all a circumstance of the information that we have at us, so it's a pleasure to share this information and see who and how it can help. Well, it's always a pleasure to have you along to provide some good educational information. In these trying times of interest rate challenges for us all, uh, the voice of Angela Kella is always a voice of calm in the storm. We'll be back with lots more with mortgage specialist Angela Kella right here on Vancouver Consumer after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer. This Saturday afternoon, I'm Sterling Fox in for Martin Strong, joined by mortgage specialist Angela Calla, host of The Mortgage Show right here on CKNW. Angela, today you're going to tell us a little bit more about reverse mortgages. And it's interesting, even when the when the phrase, the, the term is brought up, you see some people rolling their eyes like, oh, brother. And, and, and there's some kind of negativity that comes with even the mention of reverse mortgage. I don't don't understand it, but I see it. Do you see it as well? I see it as well. And personally, I feel that it's sadly, it's uh, it's judgment. You started the show, Sterling, saying that, you know, two and three decades ago, 20 and 30 years ago, people weren't retiring with mortgages. Yes. People are retiring with mortgages. So I feel that anybody who would have a negative condentation is just sadly someone judging another person for the circumstances that were at hand. There's absolutely nothing negative about a reverse mortgage in any way, shape, or form. It's very simple. It either is the best solution for you or it's not. Right. So it's it's either something that's going to help you live your life um, the way that you desire and the way that's most financially beneficial, or there's a different way for you. But you know what the sad part is? 
Uh, Sterling is because of the misinformation and the judgments of people who now in today's life don't have the ability to pay off our mortgage because of the high cost of everything. Yeah. Uh, people are getting taken advantage of instead. So instead of getting a reverse mortgage, they're going out and getting these private loans at 10, 12, 15% or using right. credit cards and paying onerous fees for something that they're just sucking up every penny that they're getting for their pension and they can't live. They can't even afford to eat anymore. So Mm. sadly, because people are getting misinformed about these, they're getting taken advantage of and getting their equity eaten away. And seniors are sadly, you know, getting, um, getting their wealth depleted because they didn't know about this option and they're going for these private mortgages. So this is something that is important to talk about. And if anybody is talking negatively about a reverse mortgage, it needs to be rectified by understanding exactly how it does help because what's worse having a mortgage or going into bankruptcy or foreclosure because you're using credit cards and you can't afford the payment or using a reverse mortgage that is going to keep you in your home and not be a taxable event. Yeah. Uh, the, it, it, again, it's the old asset rich and cash poor. Now, we've established that there are certain parameters, certain requirements to qualify for a reverse mortgage. In our opening segment, you talked about uh, in order to be to qualify, you need to be both parties need to be 55 or older. Uh, the type of residence matters to the extent that it's a, a traditional single family detached house condo or townhouse farms for example don't apply uh, what is the uh, uh, how far into the mortgage must you be in order to be eligible for a reverse mortgage um, it doesn't matter you can have an existing mortgage on your home already and they can just take that mortgage and make it reverse instead of you okay. paying it we change the product um, or you could have you you can have no mortgage at all so there's no um, qualification in terms of that. The only qualification is they won't lend over 50% of the property's value. And your age that you are plays a big role And if they will even go that high um, because the amount of years that they predict, you know, uh, that you'll obviously be paying, be having this reverse mortgage plays into that calculation that they do. And so the calculation is specific to each person and each property. Right. Now, you also mentioned that... Uh times have indeed changed rather dramatically in the last six months because six months ago uh, people were lining up with uh, offers and and checks and uh, foregoing home inspections and other really important details in order to be in the combat for a particular residence. Well, that's long gone. Now we have the opportunity to have that inspection, to take the time to make a decision, uh, probably the biggest decision of your entire life doesn't have to be made in 30 seconds or less. You can take 30 days if you need to. But in the meantime, it also affords you the opportunity with a reverse mortgage. It takes the pressure off selling and then having having the the conundrum of, okay, now where do we go? And uh, because maybe it's going to take me a while to get to that next residence. This really just bridges that gap nicely, doesn't it? Exactly. And, you know, when we have a lot of uh, parents saying, I don't know where my kids are going to go, they're using the reverse mortgage to give them the down payment because now they're not paying income tax on drawing investments out. Right. And they're able to give them essentially their inheritance early and actually see their kids live 
a life that they can enjoy with them instead of, oh, you know, waiting until they pass to be able to help them. And their kids are actually getting a lot of financial benefits from it because when you combine smart financial planning with getting a reverse mortgage, maybe if you're helping your kids with a down payment or a prepayment on their mortgage, if they've been hit by payment shock and, you know, they haven't been prepared for the change in the market, then when you get a lump, when you gift a lump sum from a reverse mortgage that you're giving to your kids, you can look at the other benefits, like maybe they have unused RSP room. And now maybe allotting some of that to an RSP contribution will result in a further tax reduction, which will put even more money in their pockets to help them pay down debt further and actually, mm. you know, build and protect their wealth. So when I, when you look at all the ways that you can utilize the tools that are out there to benefit you, it's much more empowering than, um, you know, being, being held back by fear because we don't, you don't have necessarily all the information at hand. Well, and that's true. And a lot of the, a lot of it, as you've already pointed out, a lot of it is misinformation simply because they, they just haven't investigated enough. And I'm curious, just on a personal anecdotal level, Angela, uh, are you finding the lots of parents these days uh, doing that strategy, adopting the strategy of in some way gifting or lending or making arrangements for their children to receive, as you put it, their inheritance early? Because that's about the only way a lot of these young people are going to get into the housing game in this market. Yes, I'm seeing it both ways. So Sterling, what we're seeing is that parents are doing that because parents are saying, why would I wait till I die? to be able to watch my kids build their wealth and their family and live a life. Like, why sure. would I do that? Why do I want to die and then them get the benefit? I'd rather do it now. And then also I'm seeing the sandwich generation my age are concerned about their parents because they're seeing the signs. They're seeing the signs of the parents not feeling like they can live the life that they wanted to with the cost of everything going up. Mm-hmm. And the parents are saying, you know, um, I, I can't do this. I can't do that. So, or, you know, they're seeing the signs. They're going over to their house, maybe helping them with some activities. And they're opening their mail and they're saying, whoa, what's this credit card debt here, mom? Are sure. you okay? You know, so we're seeing a lot of sandwich generation children looking into this for their parents as well. So um, we're really happy. It, it is a family affair and it should be part of multi-generational planning. And, you know, I mean, I wrote about it in the mortgage code. Yes, there's other mortgage options that are available, um, but it depends on how you do your family and financial planning. Of course, people say, well, a line of credit is a lower interest rate. Of course it is, but it's something that requires a payment. And if sure. you don't have the income to cover the payment, how is that helping you? Yeah. Uh, so, let's take one, can we take it one step further, Angela, if yes. you don't mind? Again, looking at yes. senior people particularly, and in the context of the family master plan, mom yeah. and dad at one point are going to perhaps need some extended care, perhaps an in, in, in-home worker or uh, ultimately moving to some kind of care uh, community. Uh, again, exactly. Uh, that's expensive stuff. And where does it's a reverse mortgage expensive. factor into helping pay those sometimes pretty steep costs. Well, let me tell you, you know, as a child, it's either us that are paying it or you're depleting your parents' savings or, you know, you're accumulating debt. So the reverse yeah. mortgage is the most effective way. And that's actually where um, where accountants have been referring us business because accountants have seen, okay, you know, one of the spouses is getting ill. Where are they going to get this cash flow from? And so we've been helping accountants put these plans in place 
um, and, and make these suggestions to their clients with our assistance mm. moving forward. So there's lots of, um, there's lots of ways that this helps. So it keeps people in their homes. Um, and because don't forget there, there's no limit in what you can do with the funds. So if you're now not mobile, like you used to be, and you have a home that has stairs, well, now you can use reverse mortgage to renovate the home to be accessible like you need it to be, not just help you with the healthcare aspect in a care aid. So once you learn about how it can open up opportunities for you, uh, it's very empowering. You know, it's interesting. We just did a show with uh, the folks from the My House Design Build team and talking about renovations and the fact that so many of us are doing that these days. And if you're doing a renovation out of necessity because those stairs are simply prohibitive and now we need to move the bedroom down to the main floor because that's just smart and practical. Well, there's the funds right there for those sorts of uh, uh, important renovations, aren't it? Yes, exactly. And again, because of how the reverse mortgage is designed, you're not paying out of pocket for this. Everyone who's getting a home renovation wonders, how am I going to pay for it? Sure well, do. here's your answer, right? And you're improving the quality of your home and you're living where you want to live. So you are empowering yourself. You're using the tools that you created, that you worked hard for. And it's just about learning how to utilize this to continue to build uh, build your wealth and empower yourself for the generations moving forward. Yeah, are more and more of us becoming aware of this product, Angela? I, I know, and you've, you've uh, itemized it a few times in this conversation already, the biggest problem with reverse mortgages, not many people know enough about them, period. So now right. are more of us, through efforts like this and, and many more, are more of us actually at least cluing in on what we're talking about here? Absolutely, yes. And more lenders are coming into the space. So 30 years ago, there was only one mortgage provider for yes. this. Now we have about five or six and more more onboarding monthly. So this demographic is our largest demographic coming up here in the next few years. So the lenders are aware of that and they're building products accordingly. So uh, it's um, it's always something that is going to continue to grow and continue to change and competition is good the fact sure. that more lenders are coming into this space they all come in the space and they improve it and they enhance it so it's uh, great to be able to be unbiased and say here's one option to look at that didn't suit your needs what do you feel about it didn't suit your needs okay well no problem we'll go to these other lenders you know you sure. have choice you have the power of choice now, you've got a webinar coming up next Thursday, the 18th. It's going to be a Zoom event, uh, and you need people to go to the website, angelacala.ca. Angela Calla, by the way, one L for Angela, two for Calla, angelacala.ca. And this is where you register for the free webinar coming up next Thursday, the 18th. Tell us more about that, Angela, please. Yes, it's going to be probably about 40 minutes, uh, 30 minutes of content, 10 Q&A, and we're going to walk you through all the ways that we've helped people with reverse mortgages. So an opportunity to, for example, anyone listening to this conversation this afternoon going, well, you know, I, I finally heard something positive said about reverse mortgages, and it sounds pretty attractive. Maybe I'd like to find out more. So this would be the kind of person who should perhaps pop over to the website and sign up for next Thursday's webinar, correct? Absolutely. We look forward to seeing you.
Okay, angelacala.ca, friends, is where you go to register for the free webinar on reverse mortgages. That's coming up next Thursday, the 18th at 7 o'clock. It's a Zoom event, but you'll need to pre-register at angelacala.ca. Thanks for giving us a chunk of your Saturday afternoon. Great to speak to you again. It's been way too long. Always a pleasure. We'll be right back. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Our thanks once again to Angela Kella for another informative visit. One more story before we close out today. According to our friends over at Glacier Media, more than half of British Columbians say we can't afford to buy prescription eyewear. This from a new survey by Specsavers conducted by Research Co. Due to increased living costs, many people say price is the main factor when considering a new pair of glasses or seeking an eye exam. In fact, one in three British Columbians haven't seen an eye doctor in the past three years, according to the poll. The survey also found 56% of us are seeking inexpensive alternatives when buying glasses. Another 48% of British Columbians say we're significantly reducing or foregoing eye exams altogether. High-cost eyewear remains to be one of the main barriers for people. On average, basic lenses and frames cost British Columbians somewhere between 150 and 300 bucks. And while BC's Medical Services Plan provides some coverage for routine eye exams for children under 19 and seniors older than 65, most patients will have to pay the difference for a visit. But the opticians of our province recommend, all costs notwithstanding, if at all possible, get your eyes checked as frequently as possible. And that is this episode of Vancouver Consumer. Our compliments to producer Leonardo Coelho. For Martin Strong, I'm Sterling Fox. See you next time here on CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.